Trent Condon, LaShawn Daniels with you on today's Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. One final look back at how Iowa got here. Another victory against Minnesota. We'll get LaShawn's thoughts on that one. I look forward to Black Friday as the Hawkeyes get ready for Nebraska. And, of course, a big week in basketball as well upon us as they make their way down to Florida to take on Clemson in game one and then the winner of Cal TCU or the loser, depending on what happens for the first game for the Hawkeyes. It's a Turkey Day edition of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Our Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Trent Condon here, LaShawn Daniels there. This is the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day, available wherever you get podcasts. And you can also find us on YouTube. If you're at YouTube, hit that subscribe button. It helps us get in front of more Hawkeye fans. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown College. That's LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown College to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, as we sit here today, day before Thanksgiving, LaShawn, the biggest breaking news, though, of course, is what you're working on right now. The new EA Sports College football game. We're awaiting for next summer. I've been working hard to try to get you, of course, get me an advanced copy. And then we find out I got to wait until 2024, as everybody does on that one. So I know you can't say a ton, but that was something I'm sure you certainly knew was a possibility that was in the works. Some frustrated people out there. What's going on, LaShawn? What what happened? Did you hit a wrong button? <laughs> uh, no, no. It had nothing to do with what I did, thankfully. Okay, um, but no, uh, it really just ended up coming, coming down to uh, just making sure that, you know, because obviously like the game hasn't been uh, out in a long, long time. Right? It's been by the time it releases, it's going to be over a decade, right? So you want to, as a brain of that, you want to have a, another, like, you only get one chance at a first impression again. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, you want to make sure that it's the right one. And um, just moving the date, uh, putting it for 2024 is going to put us in a better position to be able to do that. So, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I know everyone's bummed. My friends text me asking, like, what is this? Like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys actually, like, working over there? Like, yes, we're working. Um, so, uh, just end up coming back to we want to make sure that we put a quality product out there and um, that just ended up being for what's best. So, uh, well, we're looking forward to 2024. Well, that'll be uh, even more work for you and, and getting it right. And, you know, I've saw a lot of people talking about this. I've read a couple of articles the last couple of days and they said, you know, this is just gonna, not going to be a recreation of Madden. You know, it's flipping out one of the old uh, skins of Madden and saying, here's the game. You guys want to do it right. And, and that's good to hear. Yeah, is it frustrating? As somebody wants to be able to play the new college football game, no doubt, but getting it right. I mean, obviously that's the most important thing. And, and uh, listening to you and reading a lot about this, you guys are going to get this one, right? Yeah, that's the plan plan. So once we're able to show it off for everyone, like we're going to be excited to show it off and I'm sure the fans are going to be excited to play it. So um, definitely can't wait, but it's going to be a long, it's going to feel like a long wait, but it'll be here before you know, it. it'll be here before you know it. We will get to it, no doubt about it. All right, LaShawn, let's get into what we saw last week against Minnesota, a game where you saw Mo Ibrahim 
just absolutely dominating that football game at times. I mean, when they went to the backup, you could just see the difference between what he is and, and anybody else on that roster. He's a difference maker. I haven't seen a running back, Gash, Iowa, like that in a very long time. And Minnesota had some success running the football, and Michigan had success this year, and Quorum was really good. Ibrahim, though, I, I had uh, I saw this question posed on Twitter. You're only, of course, allowed three or two running backs for first team All Big Ten between Blake Corum, what we saw, Mo Ibrahim, and then Chase Brown at Illinois. You can only pick two of them. And that's an impossible decision of who you go with out of those three guys. Tough. <laughs> that's a tough, tough choice. I mean, all three of those guys are fantastic running backs, literally all American quality running backs. And to have all three of those in one conference and try to make a decision for two of them is nearly impossible. I mean, um, Blake Quorum has been on a total tear for the entire year, but really honestly, before he went out against Illinois uh, last week, and he still had over a hundred and essentially one half. And then Chase Brown, again, consistent every single week. I think what the Purdue game was the only week he didn't have rush for over a hundred yards. And again, had a spectacular game last week. And then you got, Mo Ibrahim, who, I mean, he ran for over 200, 260 yards against the Hawkeye defense, which is, you know, one of the best defenses in the entire country. So, and where it makes it a very, very tough decision for a voter to to choose uh, two of those guys. And I'm glad I'm not the one making that decision because okay. no matter who you pick, someone's going to be snubbed and you're going to, you can make a case for all three of those guys. And um, who knows what those guys NFL careers are going to be like. But when it comes to being close football running backs, they're spectacular. They do everything that you want a running back to be able to do. And there's a reason why that teams can really lean on them um, as they've had up to this point in the football season. We get into what we saw, and it was an impressive performance out of him. Iowa, though, just finding a way once again, and we've talked about it this week on the podcast, LaShawn. This will be remembered as the Jack Campbell game, a guy that, He's had his teams back all season long. Would have been easy for at times him and the defense to maybe throw the offense under the bus. He's never been about that. He's yelled at the fan base. He has been, you know, sticking behind Spencer Petras and the rest of that offense. He is, I mean, he epitomizes what you want out of a leader and, and really kind of epitomizes Iowa football and what's it about. You look at that performance, what he's done. You know, I think of some of the great leaders. Who are those those guys that you could count on when you were playing? Who is the guy that you think of? Because it just feels like Campbell. He's the kind of guy you want to play football with. Yeah, when it comes to when I think of defensive guys that I've played with, um, guys where everyone looked to them uh, throughout the entire year and um, they always showed up in big moments. And that was Josie, right? That was Josie um, for the teams that I was on. And I think he was a captain like three straight years, something like that, or two years, two, no, not in three straight years. Like he was a, he was a captain on um, football team and Josie just did everything right, right? And he's all American guy who uh flying around the football field making plays every single opportunity and then when the big moments were there right he, like he goes and he he made those plays and that's what i see from from jack campbell and this league he unites the team quite a bit and he always has everyone's back and when the big moments are needed and your best is needed he shows up uh we saw in the minnesota game they're driving in Minnesota. I mean, they're doing whatever they want. They essentially ran the football. It was what 14 straight times. I, it was like, it was ridiculous at one point. And um, like you could feel Minnesota. They had the momentum. They had it, they had it, they had it. And then next thing you know, 
um, running back might be a little bit tired, whatever, right? But Jack Campbell, because he makes a play, forces a fumble, um, you know, Iowa recovers. Then, uh, you know, we don't we do not do too much with it. Fast forward, and now you get in a situation where, hey, they're coming down to the end of the game. It looks like they might put themselves in a position to get the winning field goal score. And then Jack Campbell makes an interception, <laughs> which should have been a pick six, right? But we're not yeah. going to dive too much into that. <laughs> we know it was a bad call. It is what it is. Uh, makes a incredible play uh, to snatch momentum back to Iowa. And he he's done it all year. He's flying around all over the field. And guys like that, especially coming from a linebacker, mm-hmm. when you think of football players and you think of real like football team leaders, you think of quarterbacks and you think of linebackers. And I think Iowa has a pretty good group of leaders, both in the quarterback and the linebacker position. And Jack has done a fantastic job throughout the entire football season. And I know that he's going to be looking to finish finish the year on the, on the right foot over these next few weeks. And then um, it's going to be exciting to watch him. It really is, and seeing what he's been able to do, this defense as a whole. Uh, the defensive front didn't have their best game, but certainly anticipate that they're going to have some kind of bounce back here. Uh, that's a look back. We look forward when we come back here on Locked On Hawkeyes. We'll talk a little bit about the matchup against Nebraska. Nothing to play for for the Cornhuskers as it pertains to division titles or even a bowl game, but one last chance, and maybe a chance to make this a rivalry. We'll talk about that as we continue here on Locked On Hawkeyes. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes game for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster. Very simple. Just hop on, post your job for free on LinkedIn Jobs. Add the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. That spreads the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Trent Cotton, LaShawn Daniels back with you here on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Hit that subscribe button for everybody out there on YouTube. Gets us in front of more Hawkeye fans as we get ready for Black Friday. It's a matchup against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. So take us back. I mean, when you're playing this one. So, LaShawn, you maybe have faint memories of the great Nebraska teams of the 90s. The good teams that they had with Pelini, but... Even for me, somebody a little bit older, I mean, I, I remember Nebraska football as an absolute power. Maybe you don't have those same kind of memories, but it was still the end on the helmet, right? It was still the red. It was still a Memorial Stadium, all those different things. What was it like getting ready for the Nebraska game and, and playing one of the at least old blue bloods of college football? Yeah, so, yeah, I don't have that many, like, memories of Nebraska football. Mm-hmm. Uh, big part of the reason uh, – like growing up in Ohio, we had our own Ohio right. State, so never really yeah. paid attention uh, to Nebraska. Uh, but always knew that they were a strong football program that's had um, 
a lot of success over their history. And even when I was in what was that, middle school, freshman in high school, they were still pretty good. They were in what a big 12 title game. Um, I think what was that? They lost to Texas on like the last mm. field goal. Yeah. Um, and then even early, like when they made the move to the Big Ten, where they were in the Big Ten title game as well. So uh you knew that they were like you were it was a good football program. Um so you always got excited to play play a team like that. And anytime you get to play a team like that, you get excited for it. And even though um, they haven't been at that level over the past uh, 10 years, uh, it's still, it was still like something you look forward to. Um, you got the opportunity to play those guys because you're like, Hey, these are, this is a, essentially it's a former blue blood college football <laughs> program. Um, and I'm sure they're, and obviously they're working to get back to that, to that level. But uh when you got that opportunity, you you didn't want to you didn't want to waste it, and we always made sure that hey, we're going in and we're going to prep, we're going to prep uh, just as we do every single week. But uh, when we know that when we get out there on that field on, on Friday, that hey, we're going to be trying to trying to make some noise and show off like why you guys should have recruited us versus some of the players mm-hmm. that you have on your roster. So this uh, Nebraska team obviously looking for a new coach. Scott Frost has been fired. Not a ton to play for, but got to give credit. I watched a lot of the Wisconsin-Nebraska game last week, and team's still playing hard. You know, this is not a team that has quit. And I wondered if there was going to be some level of quit from them. That's not the case. Now, they're not very good. They're not very disciplined. These are kind of some of the hallmarks of certainly the Scott Frost era of Nebraska football that has continued. But they are they also have a couple of talented dudes out there. You know, 11 through 11, 1 through 11, if you will. It, yeah, not very solid, but individual pieces are pretty good here. And we know the limitations of the Iowa offense. You know, they they hit a big player too. They march down the field. That has been their best is what they do early in football games. If Iowa find themselves down 10-0 middle of the second quarter, you get concerned just because of the limitations for the Hawkeye offense here. So I know Iowa's favored by double digits. It's, it's a big point spread. They're favored by 10 and a half right now. But this is one you can't, again, can't afford to get down early. The good news is that has not been a problem for Iowa lately. They played well early in these football games. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I mean, they've been playing. I wasn't playing really well, really well over the past few weeks, especially early on. Um, I mean, we went right down the field against Minnesota. Uh, we were able to put points on the board, uh, which is important. And if we can start off that way this this week, this Friday, that's going to be uh, very very important for us and in, in our success. Because as you said, Nebraska they continue to play hard, and guys have pride. Even most guys have have some type of pride in themselves that they're just not going to go out there and play bad football. Uh, something that my coaches have always told me is never put bad football on tape. So going out there and just lying down and just letting the team just walk right all over you is not something that uh, really anyone is, is really willing to do, let alone uh, players that play for a uh, prideful program like Nebraska. Uh See, they again, they, they've had a struggling year, um, a lot of whole chaos kind of going around mm-hmm. um, their football team. But you saw them play Wisconsin last week and they were in a battle, battled the entire game and um, couldn't pull it out. And we know Wisconsin is a solid football team, not as good as they've been in the past years, but Wisconsin is a solid football team. They're always solid every single year. And now you come back and this week, and you're playing an Iowa football team that you haven't beat in a long, long time. And 
you're going to have a bunch of players on this on the team that are seniors that are going to be in their last football game that haven't beaten an Iowa football team. And they're going to be looking to play spoiler because uh, if you get an opportunity to knock someone out of possibly playing in a Big Ten title game, you want to jump all over that. And that's going to be some motivation for their players uh, to go out there and play fast and really kind of make up for, for how the performance was last year. I mean, again, they were up by double digits late in that football game last year and then made a play on special teams and essentially just turn, flip the momentum like that. So they're going to be looking to to avenge that and play spoiler in one in one night. Like that's going to be something that's going to be a bunch of their motivation. We'll see if they they can if they pull it off, which I'm hoping that they don't, because again, I would know it's what we're playing for. We know how important this football game is, not only just because it's the next football game, but because now you're playing for a trophy. You're playing for two trophies. Are you playing for your the hero's trophy or whatever? but you're also playing for a big 10 West title. And I think that's something that's getting the guys going. I know it is. I know coaches are talking about it all, all week. Um, so I'm just excited for, for the game and uh, seeing how the Hawks play. So. No Monty Potabam. He is going to be out this week. And most importantly, no Sam Laporta as he's not going to be able to go uh, some rumblings. Maybe he had his knee scoped and we'll see if I wins this game, his availability for the big 10 championship game. Now the good news is Luke Lachey continues to play at a high level, but it does maybe change the offense a little bit more. You know, we saw Astrego, the young guy, he's been out there a little bit of tight end still, uh, what is still Anos, the uh, kid that transferred in from a D2 program. You got a couple other pieces there, but I would anticipate, does that lead to maybe a little more three wide receiver sets also with about the fullback and you're not going to probably see that as much as this an opportunity to see Brody Brecht who made a really tough catch last week. Now it seems like he's getting more comfortable. Arlen Bruce working his way back. Uh, Regagini, those guys, this feels like this is going to have to be a game and, and Spencer Petras threw the ball incredibly well outside of that three and out late in the game against Minnesota. You know, this might be one where you see them relying a little bit more on three receiver sets and, and that jet sweep motion, getting that back out there. Cause that's also opened up some things. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know that that tight end group has been coached up extremely well. Um, you know, Abdul, Abdul Hodge is now yeah. the tight ends coach, and um, he's been doing a bunch of great good things for for them this year. And they're they're all the tight ends are always coached really well, regardless of if you're the starter all the way down to you know fifth string guy. Uh, all those guys are going to be coached really well. But that said. I do think they're gonna they're gonna they are gonna lean on lean on Luke Lachey for sure. Um, as far as the other guys, I'm sure they're gonna get their reps here and there, whether it be in some type of 12 personnel mm-hmm. um, packages. But I, and and especially with with Monty being out as well, you you put your tight ends kind of in a, in a strange <laughs> spot right there. Um, so they're gonna have to rely on the receivers a little bit more and. You're going to have to rely on the running backs. You're going to have to lean on them a little bit more um, to get some of that, uh, you know, kind of those, those safe, safety blanket uh, players in, in your passing game, right? Because we know uh, Spencer loved to get the ball to, to, to Sam in the passing game, um, really because he's really that security blanket for him. Um, but now for this week, hey, it's next man in. Next man in, and you got the, you got to take these opportunities that you have, and you you got to you got to snatch them up. And in the receiver group, we know, hey, there hasn't been a lot of pro, pro production there this football season, but 
Um, there's no reason why you can't have production uh, this week because there's going to be opportunities there for you, and you just got to go out there and take it. And when you get the opportunity and that ball comes your way, make sure that you, hey, you go and you snatch it out the air and you make a play. Um, you're going to have to rely on Spencer a little bit. Oh, no, I think we uh, lost LaShawn there for a moment. We'll get him back ho- hopefully here momentarily and uh, be able to continue our conversation here. We'll also get ready to make our picks for the week. We'll do that presented by Bet Online here on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. I'm Trent Condon. Thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day. For your next listen, check out Lockdown Sports Today, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. When we come back on the other side, we will continue our conversation. We will make our picks for the week presented by Bet Online. That's all as we continue here on Lockdown Hawkeyes. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball, soccer with the World Cup going on, they would have esports. They have it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those also at Bet Online. Always the fastest and easiest way. For your sports betting fix, head to the website today or hop on your phone to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. As we continue here on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast, again, thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day. We're available wherever you get podcasts. And you also find us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see if we get LaShawn back up here in just a moment. But time to make our picks presented by Bet Online. We do it each and every week. So, uh, let's do it right now. I'll fire out my picks and well, we'll see if we get LaShawn back up here. Some technical difficulties on that front. So five games every week. That's what we do. Kick things off with the game. Michigan at Ohio State. The Buckeyes are favored by eight in Columbus in that one. This one, I've been kind of back and forth all week long in order for Michigan to win this game. I think you're going to see more out of J.J. McCarthy. I think really that is the key to the game. Michigan wants to grind it out. They want to slow this thing down. Got to be efficient when you get the football in plus territory. When you get in the red zone, you got to be scoring touchdowns as opposed to field goals, even if Michigan has an edge in special teams. Ultimately, it almost feels like a trap. I'm going to lay it here with Ohio State. They got the payback from a year ago, all those things. So I think we're going to go on that front. We're going to lay it here with Ohio State. Pick number two, another one in the Big Ten. It's a battle for the X, Minnesota against Wisconsin. Bucky is a three-point home favorite in this one. Seeing these two teams the last two weeks, who's the better team? I don't think it was close. I thought it was Minnesota. We'll see about the availability, availability excuse me, of Tanner Morgan. Will Minnesota be able to run the football as effectively as they did last week? Probably not, but I just like the Gophers here, and I'm getting a field goal. I will take it with confidence. Give me Minnesota with pick number two. Pick number three, it is USC. They're at home for Notre Dame. The point spread sits at five and a half. I am going to go with Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame. I grew up Irish Catholic. I hate the Irish. Been to a game there. It's an incredible experience. But, boy, that fan base is just, uh, they are they are a different breed. I will tell you, though, USC, the turnover luck continued again last week. And you call it luck, call it making your own luck, whatever it is. The ball continues to bounce their way. It's going to be a different kind of game. This Notre Dame team is a completely different one that we saw back in September. I'm going to grab the points here. Give me Notre Dame. 
plus the five and a half. Finally, before we get to the Iowa-Nebraska game, it is Oregon-Oregon State. They used to call it Civil War. Now, well, with everything going in our country, they decided maybe that's not the best thing to be calling it anymore. Oregon, a three-point favorite in Corvallis. Now, I got two parts of this. First of all, I have a couple of uh, pretty good wagers on Oregon to win the Pac-12. Obviously, they need to win this game and then more than likely beat USC in the championship game for that ticket to cash. And I'm a little bit concerned. And maybe that is tainting my view here, but I'm going to grab the points. Give me the Beavers plus the three with pick number four. And then we wrap things up with the Iowa-Nebraska game. Black Friday, that's a three o'clock kickoff, and that'll be on BTN. I think Nebraska covers this game. I think Iowa wins the game, but I think we have what we've seen really over the last few weeks. It is going to be ball control, boring, who makes mistakes, and more than likely that's going to be Nebraska. That's the team that ultimately makes the mistakes. Because of that, I'm going to grab the points with Nebraska. Iowa wins the game, though, most importantly, and punches their ticket to Indianapolis. My favorite bet, though, of that one, been basically every week, Iowa unders, and we're going under the number 38 and a half is currently the number in that one. So that's what we're shooting for. That's what we're hoping for in this matchup is that we'll be able to uh, get the Hawkeyes. Most importantly, just get the victory. And again, another under uh, that will be good, good stuff. Picks for the week brought to you by bet online. Find all the latest odds, news and scores at bet online. Well, enjoy Thanksgiving. Have a good one. I'll be traveling. In fact, I'm going to be going to LaShawn's home state, making my way out to Cleveland, go see my sister and my future brother-in-law. That is a Ohio State grad. That's right. I'll be watching the Ohio State-Michigan game with him. And certainly if Iowa wins, I know where my rooting alliance is going to be, and it is not going to be with his Buckeyes. But aside, we will have that and we will break things down. Instant Reaction Podcast coming on Friday evening. Remember, also we got basketball uh, coming up on Friday night. So Iowa plays in the football front at 3 o'clock, as mentioned. And then the basketball game will be at 6 o'clock. That's CBS Sports Network for that one. Something to keep an eye on. Something uh, that you'll have a fun, fun night. We'll have an instant reaction podcast for you. Recapping more than likely both of those games. We'll try to get them both for you. And I'll uh, put those together on Friday evening in your feed. That'll do it here for today. Thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen each and every day. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, and we'll talk to you again on Friday. Have a great Thanksgiving, and go Hawks.